going to start off with a huge praise. Um, we were singing the last song, um, I'm Trading My Sickness, and I have been sick for quite a while, kind of my own doing a little bit. I had started off a cough about a month ago, and uh, it took me about three weeks to decide that I think I might be on my deathbed and I need to go to the doctor. And uh, so she was listening to my breathing, and she stopped, and she looked at me, and she said, I said, take a deep breath. I said, I did take a deep breath. She goes, you have no air going in your lungs. I said, well, I think I'm still breathing. And so um, I had a lovely week of seeing the doctor three days in a row and getting a steroid shot three days in a row and being on breathing treatments four times a day, which I discovered were not very enjoyable at all. I did some midnight decorating for Christmas one night when they were keeping me awake. Um, But, yes, I was on edge a lot. Um, And bonus, I gained 10 pounds from the steroids in a week. Hmm. But uh, that was was fun, not what we're going for here. But uh, I am thankful that I went back, and she said, oh, I can hear you breathing now after the weekend. And she said, and I will take you off your breathing treatments down to two a day so you can sleep. I said, that would be lovely. Thank you. Um, So I still get some residual coughing and stuff, but other than that, I, I'm feeling much, much better, and I'm thankful. Um, I'm thankful I have good insurance where I could pay for it. Um, I can't imagine. I looked at what the price of these meds before my insurance was, and I went, I'd have croaked. I mean, I just can't. I can I can't afford that, and so I just went. Well, I can I can shell out the fifteen dollars a prescription. I cannot do a hundred bucks each one. So thank you, Lord, that um, I have a job that provides good uh, insurance, and I had the funds to pay for it and the sick time to take off and rest. So um, I am thankful to be up and running before the major holiday seasons start. So um, tonight I'm going to start on my Thanksgiving. Um, This year has been a little different for me. It's really kind of hit me more of, you know, yes, I'm thankful I have a great house, and I'm thankful I have a new phone, and I'm think- and I thought, oh, that's so shallow. And so I went, I need to really, I've really been trying to think, you know, Lord, give me something deeper, um, something more to, to focus on um, than the every day I'm glad I have food, which none of these are frivolous things. I am thankful I have them, but I just wanted a deeper meaning behind it. Uh, Romans 121 says, For although they knew God, they neither glorified him as God nor gave thanks to him. But their thinking became futile, and their foolish hearts were darkened. Uh, I'm sure we all learned about Thanksgiving, and it started with the pilgrims and the Indians, and they had a big harvest and brought thanks and praise to God um, for all that he had provided for them. But um, I found another interesting twist on a Thanksgiving story um, that happened thousands of years ago instead of just a few hundred says, when it was time for the harvest, Cain presented some of his crops as a gift to the Lord. Abel also brought a gift, the best of the firstborn lambs from his flock. The Lord accepted Abel and his gift, but he did not accept Cain and his gift. This made Cain very angry, and he looked dejected. Why are you so angry, the Lord asked Cain. Why do you look so dejected? You will be accepted if you do what is right. But if you refuse to do what is right, then watch out. Sin is crouching at the door, eager to control you, but you must subdue it. And be its master. From Genesis 4, 3 through 6. So one Thanksgiving, two men, two offering, and two very different reactions. 
The Lord was looking for both of them to realize who was God and who was not. So he invented the first Thanksgiving by asking them to bring an offering of praise to him. There are many theories behind um, why God rejected Cain's offering and kind of looked it up online and what my Bible concordance said. But um, a common theme was, the point was, there was obviously a mindset problem with Cain that didn't set well with the Lord. Abel, Abel, however, gave his offering with a grateful heart, which is why God smiles back at him. It's the time of year when we reflect on life and respond with being thankful, but let us not forget that God cares very much about the attitude behind our gratitude. So here's what Thanksgiving would look like today for Cain. He gets up and is mainly looking forward to completely gorging himself on free food. He's thankful for a few days off from work, but mainly because he likes to be lazy. At the table, he wants to be served first. And when it comes to time to praise God before the meal, his mind wanders to what is going on at the football game and how quick he can get out of there to meet up with friends later. After the meal, his family gathers to have some time of sharing about things for which they are thankful. He is annoyed that he's stuck with a family that has to do such cheesy things and wishes he didn't have to follow any rules. Eventually the day ends, and finally he utters a quick prayer to God, thanking him for, what was it again? Oh yeah, all the great stuff he has. That kind of Thanksgiving is like wax fruit in a bowl of front, in a bowl. It looks real on the outside. In reality, it is fake and useless, and that is why God rejects it. I mean, they talked about wax fruit. I remembered um, Halloween when we were little and used to get those wax lips and how awful they were, and we were so excited to get them. And I thought, oh, you know, that's true. They look so fun and inviting. And then you take a, I mean, you take a hunk out of those things, and we would gnaw on those all day long. <laughs> but uh, Abel, on the other hand, remembers that even the very air he breathes is a gift from God. He knows that if there is anything good in his life, it is directly from the hand of God. So he focused this week. So his focus this week is to take the energy he would normally devote to work and direct it toward thanking God and serving others. So he's quick to help set the table and clean up afterwards. He is intentional in listening to others and active in participating in the family traditions. At the end of the day, he makes a list of all the blessings of God and thanks Jesus for each and every one of them. Heartfelt thankfulness has an amazing effect, gives us hope, turns our eyes on Jesus, and protects us from sin. Um, I had my... My teens, I almost call them kids all the time, and I try not to do that. I have my teens uh, hand out some sheets of a list of things to be thankful for. And there's 40 on there. If you're at all lacking on your list of thankfulness, I'm sure you could draw from this. But um, we'll go over them here. It says, I am, I am thankful that I am a child of God, redeemed from the hand of the enemy, forgiven, Saved by grace through faith, justified, sanctified, you can't see, a new creature, partaker of his divine nature, redeemed from the curse of the law, delivered from the powers of darkness, led by the Spirit of God, the Son of God, kept in safety wherever I go, getting all my needs met by Jesus, casting all my cares on Jesus, strong in the Lord. In the power of his might, doing all things through Christ who strengthens me. An heir of God and a joint heir with Jesus. Heir to the blessing of Abraham. Observing and doing the Lord's commands. Blessed in coming and blessed in going out. 
an heir to eternal life, blessed with all spiritual blessings, healed by his stripes, exercising my authority over the enemy, above only and not beneath, more than a conqueror, establishing God's word word here on earth, an overcomer by the blood of the Lamb and the word of my testimony, daily overcoming the devil, not moved by what I see, walking by faith and not by sight, casting down vain imaginations, bringing every thought into captivity, being transformed by by renewing my mind, a laborer together with God, the righteous of God in Christ, an imitator of Jesus, the light of the world, blessing the Lord at all times and continually praising the Lord with my mouth. Um, I found that list and I went, oh, it's kind of what I've been looking for. Um, just a, a good spiritual reminder of all the things to be thankful for. Um, I don't know about you guys, my head gets very mumbled and jumbled sometimes and my scriptures get confused and crisscrossed uh, on when I'm trying to find something new to focus on and it seems like I get stuck on one thing and struggle to find a new one to move on to. Um, but I found that lust and I went, oh, this is amazing. Somebody did all my work for me. Um, and so I printed that off. I thought it was so good for this time of year and any time. Just a good reminder to keep in our, keep in our Bibles, keep at our desks, keep with us somewhere. Um, and uh, some, my main question was, you know, am I more like Cain or am I more like Abel? Am I just bringing my my selfish offerings? Thank you, Lord, for this, this good food I have. You know, thank you, Lord, for the peace I have. Thank you, Lord, for your forgiveness. Thank you for your grace. Um, let me be more like Abel and bring a joyful offering um, to him. And uh, I read a little clip when I was looking up Thanksgiving things and somebody had asked, you know, who do the atheist give thanks to at Thanksgiving? And I went, oh, what a thought that I wouldn't have somebody to praise, um, that I wouldn't have my God to praise, that uh, I don't know, I don't know where that praise goes if they don't have God. And so um, we are going to move on to our uh, time of baptism and we'll have a, a song in between okay I'm not sure who those are where you need them to meet are you wanting specific instructions One, two, three. All right. I think one of the great things about the life of the church is that the moment when we have uh, time of baptism, it, it probably is one of the, the greatest moments of celebration in the life of the church. It really is. Um, I'm not sure this day if, did any of you watch some sporting events? A- anybody all? You want to be honest? Confess? Okay. All right. And uh, did any of you watch like one of your favorite teams at all? Okay, all right. A few hands there. And, and kind of the thing is, when, when your, your favorite team is playing, you're, you're cheering for them, and you're all out. And uh, if they score that, that hoop or that goal or that touchdown, there, there's excitement. 
But I think really baptism is, is, is God saying, I'm winning. <laughs> I won them. And it, it's saying um, on their part, I have joined a whole new team. And he's my coach. Jesus is my everything. He'd have made it possible for me to belong to this team. In, in fact, when, when you read the Scripture, each time that you, you read the Scripture when it's speaking about being baptized, um, of course, there's John the, the Baptizer who, who gets the name John, John the Baptist. And, and as he uh, speaks to those who are going to be baptized, uh, he, he uses this word repentance. And then when Jesus... Uh, begins to preach, he, he uses this word repentance. And then the day of Pentecost, the, the day that uh, Peter begins to, to preach, uh, that time when after Jesus had been resurrected 50 days after, um, Jesus uh, is resurrected, he is ascended to the heaven, and, uh, and Peter begins to preach. And uh, when, when he preaches about baptism, he he, he talks about repentance. And, and repentance is really about changing teams. It, it's, it's about turning around into the direction of Jesus Christ and following Him. And, and so baptism, when we say that we're being baptized in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, it, it's no magic ritual. It is a statement of faith that Jesus Christ is my Savior and I am not living for myself anymore. I am living. I am living wholeheartedly all out for God Almighty. And so the statement tonight is a statement to you of their confidence and their faith and their belief in Jesus Christ. That they're no longer on just any old team. They're on the team of Jesus Christ. And that is a moment to celebrate the victory. His team wins. So, I don't know. Um, what, what, what would you do if... Um, uh, your team has won today. What, what would you be doing? You'd be cheering. Could we shout and cheer this evening, praising God that He is winning and He has won? Can we do that? All right, praise God. Woo! Amen. Glory. Jesus is Lord. Not too many baptism services you've had like that lately, have you? But that's what it's about. Because Jesus won. When he died on that cross, Satan thought he had the final word. When Jesus said it is finished and Satan thought it was finished, the battle had just begun.
because he had just won. And the grave couldn't hold him back. And when they make that statement of faith tonight, I am being baptized in the name of the Father and the Son and the Holy Spirit. I'm dying to self. I'm dying to me. I am living the resurrected life for Jesus Christ. I'm living all out, gung-ho. 99.9% plus one. 100% for Jesus Christ. Amen. The Scripture says, Don't you know that all of us who were baptized into Christ Jesus were baptized into His death? We were therefore buried with Him through baptism into death in order that just as Christ was raised from the dead through the glory of the Father, we too may live a new life. If we have been united with Jesus Christ, if we have been united with Him like this in His death, we will certainly also be united with Him in His resurrection. The earliest and the simplest statement of Christian faith and belief into which we come to be baptized this evening is found in the Apostles' Creed that we have heard for century after century. I believe... In God the Father, Almighty Maker of heaven and earth. And I believe in Jesus Christ, His only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, was dead, and buried. He descended into hell, and the third day He rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and He sits at the right hand of God, interceding in our behalf. From thence He shall come to judge the living and the dead, the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, Holy Ghost, and the Holy Church of Jesus Christ, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. I want to ask each of you this evening these words. <clears throat> Doris Green and Dawson Nash and Grace, Gracie Guthrie. Will you this evening be baptized with your faith in Jesus Christ as your Savior and Lord? Yes? Do you acknowledge that Jesus Christ is your personal Savior? And do you know right here and right now that He saves you today? Amen. Yes? Nod, nod. Is that yes, yes? Yes, yes. yes. All right. <laughs> and will you, 
seek with God's help to obey and follow His holy will and His commandments, walking in them all the days of your life. Amen. Well, we're going to go to the place where you get wet. And they will publicly state their belief in Jesus Christ as their Savior. There are those that will be sharing a word of testimony just prior to the moment of their baptism. But as we go back to the baptismal uh, tank, um, I'm going to ask if, Matt, you will lead us in a word of uh, praise once more, and we'll prepare ourselves as we move back. All right. Doris has been a Christian for many years and was baptized at this time, but she's recently been drawn closer to the Lord and wishes to be baptized once again. She loves the Lord very, very much and wants to serve Him every day of her life from now on. I am very blessed for what God has done in my life. He has blessed me with the gift of being able to tumble. Even stuff as little as eating three meals a day is something to be thankful for. I'm also very thankful that I have a loving church family that cares and supports me. The thing that I am most thankful for are the adults in our church. When my dad died in 2006, many of the adults supported me and helped me get through it. David Guthrie has especially tried as best he can to be the adult I can come to in my time of need. I would like to thank him and everybody else for being there when I needed them most. But most of all, I would like to thank God for putting you all here in my life. I hope that with God's help, I can grow up and show others the same love that he has shown me.
I have felt God pulling out my heart for quite a while now to get baptized. God has blessed me in so many ways, in an amazing church family, great friends, and so much more. The friends he gave me have helped me in so many ways, and they are all my brothers and sisters, and have helped me come closer to Christ. God's grace is unending, as is his love. He says to all his children in Romans 10:13, For whosoever shall call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. And in Ephesians 2, 8 through 10, For by grace are you saved through faith, and that not of yourself. It is the gift of God, not by works, lest any man should boast. For we are all his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath beforehand ordained, that we should walk in them. God has pulled me through a lot, and now I know that he is almighty, all-powerful, and so wonderful. I want to thank everyone for bringing me this far, and I know I have a long way still to go, and God will help me all, will help all who come to him. We do one more song before we go. me with a cheering of his softly spoken word. My conscience a reminder the forgiveness that I need. And who is this King glory? Who offers it to me? And who is this King of angels? And no blessed Prince of Peace. Revealing things of heaven. 
with all its mysteries. And my spirit's ever longing. And for his grace in which to stand. And who is this King of glory? Son of God and Son of Man. His name is Jesus. And precious Jesus. And Lord of my King. And King of my heart. And King of glory. Who is this King of glory? With strength and majesty. And wisdom beyond measure. The gracious King of kings. And the Lord of earth and heaven. The creator of all things. And he is a king of glory. And he's everything to me. His name is Jesus. The precious Jesus. And Lord of my King of my heart, the King of glory, and His name is Jesus, the precious Jesus, and Lord of my the King of my heart, the King of glory. Who is this King of glory that pursues me with his love and haunts me with a cheering of his softly spoken word?